The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to yet another session here at the KickPod Dojo. I am your host slash sensei, TJ Williams, giving you the insider of my martial arts experience, as well as highlighting certain martial arts-based subjects like movies, TV shows, and also certain martial artists from around the world, involving actors and traveling martial arts masters. Okay, so before I get on with this episode, you know, I want to talk about uh, what's coming up for us in um, the U.S. Um, We have um, our Thanksgiving holiday coming up and, you know, just a couple of things that I want to talk about that I'm thankful for. One thing, um, I'm thankful that, one, I'm still breathing, you know, 35 years living, you know, I have a chance to actually still wake up every morning and really look forward to a to a um good day you know going to work really thinking positive every time you know there's something that gets to me throughout the day but nevertheless you know the main thing about always waking up every morning is to be positive of your day and really look forward to making it better than uh, the last day you know don't think about the yesterday. You want to think about today. Don't think about tomorrow. Today is your gift. And you want to look forward to that day every every time. Every time you wake up, you know, it's a win or lose situation every day. But you got to be thankful that you get to wake up the next day. You go to sleep and you get to rest it all. All right. Another thing I want to be thankful for is having the opportunity to do this podcast you know, since the pandemic struck us, struck us this year, you know, it closed off a lot of things that we enjoy doing, but yet it opened opportunities for us to do other things. You know, for me, you know, I was off of work for two months. You know, I had to do something other than just sit down and try to figure out what I'm going to do next. But, you know, I've kind of figured out what I can do versus what I I was trying to do, you know, with me being laid off from my job, I was thinking what what I'm going to do next of getting another job. You know, definitely, I well, just to think about it, with everything being closed, there was not much jobs I can do. But, you know, nevertheless, um, of course, yeah, I'm back to work. And I don't know what's going to happen in the next few months going ahead, but... I want to at least be prepared, but nevertheless, when I was um, laid off, you know, I had an opportunity to do this, this podcast, because, you know, I bought a computer beforehand and all the equipment because I was talking to my friend that did, was doing podcasts. And, you know, he's telling me that like the simple start equipment that we needed to do a podcast. So I had so I got got on and did got my stuff and, you know, I wanted to do a podcast that one that evolved that I'm passionate with, like what I what what I'm involved with. So, you know, there's a lot of things that I am um, very um 
attached to. You know, I could talk about pop culture or talk about pro wrestling. But, you know, I wanted to talk about something that's hardly even, like, discussed. And that was martial arts. You know, I have a really huge passion of this. This is why I do this podcast week after week. Is I've kind of used my passion to martial arts to really explain, like, certain martial arts situations like, you know, I talk about a movie and I kind of analyze what I see in the movie and kind of kind of um, kind of like mix it up with um, what you'll see in a martial arts class. Kind of despict, despict or kind of explain what's what you'll see in the martial arts versus what you might see in, in the movie, like what, what you'll think you'll see in the movie. All right. So I'm thankful for that. You know, there's other things I'm thankful for, but, you know, that's just the two main things that that I could be thankful for is having being alive, having opportunities. That's the one thing. Having opportunities is things to be thankful for. You know, if one thing drops, you have you're open to go for other things. All right, so that's kind of get that out of the way with the Thanksgiving holiday coming up. And I hope everybody is real geared up. And I know a lot of people are would like to travel to see their family and really get together. I'm a, you know, you could still get together, you know, with the technology we got. Okay, so going into my episode, my session. All right, so this kind of goes like kind of left off worth. I'm kind of picking up what I left off last week with um, explaining the personalities with um, the Ninja Turtles like the different personalities you might spot in the karate classes but you know this is sort of different this is sort of almost like the similar subject but this is this all has to do with um the four powerful mindsets of traditional karate and yet this is credited by um jesse Incamp, who's also known as the cry nerd you know most of these subjects i pick up i get like off of um jesse Incamp's um youtube channel and mostly his website so if you have a chance to check out the cry nerd uh really look into like what he talks about well no this is definitely a man you know you get like roughly a few martial artists that travel around the world just to get knowledge of what true martial arts is and yet and this guy um i guess or should i say this gentleman at least takes the time of spends all his money to at least get knowledge and i mean i don't think money is no object to him but you know of course you have to live but you know he pretty much lives off the world traveling and really gets to know what true martial arts is but yeah so he did like an article on the four powerful mindsets of traditional karate and you know i gotta say when it comes to everything in life it begins in your mind you know, from waking up in the morning to the time you go to sleep. You know, basically what I've been saying about, like, you waking up, waking up in the morning, what what's your mindset? I mean, for one, it's like, I was, no, let, let me go to another subject. You know, everybody knows Steve Harvey, and he has the Steve Harvey Morning Show on uh, a radio station called WBLK. Of course, it's of course in western new york and um 
usually at the end of the show he has his um usually final thought or his um closing remarks and there was one thing he talked about um like um different uh, mindsets he has the have to versus got to and you know he kind of narrows it down about have to you know when you wake up and you say i have to go to work you kind of make it negative you know you don't want to make your day your opportunity negative you know you want to be like geared up to be uh going to work so you would say get to i get to go to work no that's opportunity for you i mean you want you want that opportunity when you say you get to i mean it's like when you say you have to it's like of course you don't you don't feel enthusiastic about it you're not you're not geared to go to work i mean you'd rather be someplace else other than work but you know you get to go to work you get the opportunity to make money you get the opportunity to really like get skills that you need to like really build yourself up and really go for another opportunity you know one opportunity builds up another opportunity and it goes up it goes up it goes up so you want to have that mindset all right so that's pretty much the um, that's pretty much the thing that you want to think about is your mindset you know it go change from time to time you know it's like that's how it is you want don't want to think of like the same thing over and over again but you know no that's how it is with mindsets all right so but in martial arts it's no different you know there there are many mindsets when it comes to the martial arts but you know four really come to mind when you really are actually starting martial arts train and training in the martial arts when you yeah, you start martial arts you train martial arts and you're definitely teaching martial arts all right so pretty much jesse in camp pretty much narrowed down stuff for mindsets you know there's like and he puts this in japanese terms too like he has the beginner's mind the show the shoshin and then you got the no mind the mushin and immovable mind the fodoshin and also the remaining mind the sanshin all right, so those are the four mind, different mindsets I'm going to really discuss in this episode today. All right, so, all right, so let's start with number one, the beginner's mind, the Shoshin. So, so with this, this mind, of course, it's, op- it's an open-minded attitude that you're ready to learn without judgment or bias. So basically, you're taking lessons for the first time versus taking lessons with previous experience at the same dojo or new dojo of a different of a different style. All right, so that's beginner. All right, so when you know you're taking lessons for the first time, all right, so simply... So simply, you're a white belt when you're taking lessons for the first time. I mean, that's where you start off. You know, white belt shouldn't be a student with any objection to what they're being taught. Only thing outside of the dojo 
is basically keeping fit. You know, at least before joining, it's best to check with your your doctor or physician on any possible limitations you experience or may encounter along the way. You know, remember, martial arts is more more physical versus mentality. Or should I say it's more like physicality versus mentality. So you're mentally visualizing yourself doing the technique versus actually doing the technique. You know, if you have a beginner get beginner mind, you you'll be one to ask questions for help the most versus those who ask, who think they know what they're doing. All right, so it also brings me to like going like if you're taking less, if you're actually going back to martial arts, you took martial arts before and you decide to go back and yet you decided to take another style. All right, here you are at another studio, but yet you're still white belt. So you're pretty much erasing everything that you learned previously to just to learn from this next style. Like, for instance, if I was to, yeah. If I was to accomplish my goal and becoming a master in my style of the Chuck Norris system, and then I decide to like go to train another style, like if I was to train to a keto or or a kempo, I would definitely you know erase everything that I learned in martial arts, like just pretend that I was um wasn't a black belt. You know, I put on a white belt and um. I go with what I what I think I know and kind of modify modify that with what I'm being taught. Like I got to get used to going in a different style and really learning. So really, when you have a beginner's mind, you're open minded. You know, you don't object to anything. No matter what, whenever, no matter what, if everything looks different than what you learned before, you know, you have no objections. And, you know, that's the thing where you're in another Christ studio, you're a white belt, no matter what your experience is. I mean, you're going after another style. All right. So pretty much that's explaining the beginner's mind. You're open minded. You want to learn. So that's the type of martial artist that you want to try to be. All right. So going on to number two is no mind. You know, what do you say when it comes to someone with no mind? A person that does something without thinking about it. All right, so your concentration is on the task at hand. I mean, this type of mind makes you, makes, makes sure say makes a person more dangerous because you know, you're doing something without, without the possibility Without properly stopping, was uh, without possibly stopping, you know, in which the other person could get extremely hurt. You know, this type of mind, you know, you want to have no mind of what, or you shouldn't be thinking anything. You know, usually this in this in this in this place, you you're in your zone. That's how it is. That's how your focus is. You're in your zone. And um, just to think about like how 
you want to just put this in best perspectives you know it's I mean, that's how you want to think as a martial artist yeah you know uh my cream my throat you know well that's your concentration and with a no minder all right but on the other side of the coin you know no mushin the no mind is mostly used in self-defense situation you know it's trying to reason with a criminal versus taking them head on i mean to reason with a criminal wouldn't involve mushin you know because your mind is on multiple things while well on multiple things you know you got the person demanding your money and you you have your hands up. It's like you're not looking for a threat. But in the, in the other case, other side of the coin, you mean your mind is on like trying to go home. You know you wanna you you know you have that mindset, uh, and it's like you you're trying to get out. You're trying to um keep what you got. You got that mindset, and then you got um you know you're trying to go home. All right, so that wouldn't be Mushu or wouldn't be Mushin. Okay, why well, I would say Mushu. I'm soon. And then, of course, while you have head on, you know, you're basically fighting them without thinking about the possibilities. About think about possibilities. You know, you're not getting hurt. You're not getting hurt, or you're hurting another person. Not hurting a person too bad. I mean, that's pretty much the Mushin. I mean, you're going head on with a person. You're not thinking about that person stabbing or shooting you. So that's the thing with self-defense. You know, you're going to get stabbed. You're going to get shots. You know, be be like mindful of that when you're in a self-defense situation. But, you know, your mindset should be you're, you want to go home. You know, that's why I tell my students, you know, that's your goal. Your goal is you want to go home. You know, your goal is not to worry about like trying to be a hero. And try to be like a vigilante. You, your goal is you want to go home. I mean, that's your, that's your, that's your main, um, your main mindset. I should say. Okay, moving on to immovable mind, the Fedoshian. All right, pretty, pretty much that means uh, no outside influence affects what you're thinking. You know, you're thinking process is if i see a chocolate cake i eat it and nothing's gonna nothing's gonna stop me all right so pretty much that's for fedoshin so in this case uh you know if you have like if you see gold well what was the what's the thing you you look down the ground you see a hundred dollar bill what's your what's your well, what what what's you say? What's your reaction? You go, you go, you grab the file, you grab the dial. You see, you're surprised that someone will land a hundred dollars. That's pretty much my my goal. But that's pretty much how I see it. It's like I see something that I I see something I go for it. So that's how it is with the Fedoshian, you know. So your thinking is based on what you see as high importance and you have no doubts or hesitation in your mind 
I mean, like I said, you see that hundred dollar bills, you have no doubt or or hesitation. You grab that dollar and you put it in your pocket and you think of nothing else. Nothing's going to stand your way. Nobody tells you to put it back or give it back. You know, that's how most things, you know, you, you see your goal. You don't listen to anybody. Okay, so basically, Fedoshin would be geared to towards setting a goal. I mean, you see, you see yourself. You kind of see yourself. Um, pretty much see yourself. Um, getting getting somewhere. So that's pretty much setting a goal. All right. So, like for instance, I see myself as being a master, and you know, I see myself. Then I want to be a master, and. That means like nothing probably won't stand in my way, which means like I wouldn't let other things that I'm I'm busy with get in the way of me becoming a master. You know, I'm doing everything that I possibly to excuse me to become a master in the Chuck Norris system. But you know, that's you know kind of things sometimes immovable. Having a movable mind is kind of difficult because, you know, you have other things. So definitely to put this in another example, you know, for most martial artists, if your goal is becoming a black belt, you know, you wouldn't care about anything else that would would have nothing to do with, you know, with um, being a black belt. You know, like if you're an instructor uh, told if your instructor told you you have to take ballet lessons, you know, you would, would ask what what have you been smoking? That that's probably be your minds that probably be like the one question in your mind's like, what is this guy smoking? You want me to take ballet lessons just just to be a martial artist. You know, you just want me to dance as I'm fighting. You know, that could work. That could work for most people, but you know, you want me to tr like kind of put down my gi for a tutu or for what or first I say for like a I don't know what they, I don't know what they were in ballet but no a tutu but really no way you know if I'm gonna improve my martial arts you know you gotta at least give me something that's not embarrassing that I feel you know that's just the thing you know one thing you don't want to be the laughing stock but you know that could work for most people and you know lastly you got the last mind and you got the remaining mind which is the zen shin and you know keeping your focus going until it's over you know this sort of is geared toward tournaments but somewhat it has uh, an importance in self-defense a court, no, here's a quote coming from Conor McGregor, a UFC fighter. You know, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. So look at this way. All right, so yeah, say if you're in a tournament and you're sparring, and let's say the score is like you just start sparring. All right, it's two minutes, two minute round. Of course, you're definitely trying to look for a point your your focus is on trying to get a point you know you get a point you know so here goes the worst thing you want to do after you get a point is celebrate like a little puppy it's like really that takes your mind off your opponent and you know 
that's what happens you know that's the thing about um self-defense you know you you take your opponent down and you start celebrating it's like your 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 focus is off it's like really yeah you got the person down big deal but you know the fight's not over he gets back up and he attacks you so you get him down you you take a few steps back but you got your eyes on him just trying to make sure you're figuring out what he's going to do next. I mean, you knock him down and you try running away, you know, chances are he'll come after you. So just like wait till he's down and just really kind of evaluate what you're going to do. You want to be ready. One to be ready every time, you know. One thing you you're being approached by a strange a stranger, a strange person, usually a criminal, and you know one thing you tell them you gotta keep your distance, you got your hands up, you're ready. I mean, versus having your hands in your pocket and you just tell them go away, like you're cocky, like you know you're gonna do something. It's like this is why I hate don't this is what I hate about most people, you know you know they think they're they're all right, you know. I'm. That's what I'm thinking. You know, I just don't like going out there in, in the dark, and then you don't expect you're trying to be um, trying to be a hero. But you know, I don't want to be like that. You know, I want to be safe, and that's the thing that most martial artists would try to. You know, you know martial arts. You know, you're trying to be a hero. Yeah, just like I heard a story from um, my uh. My master instructor, he told me a story. He went to a store, and of course, as like as you do every morning, of course you got this shoplifter, and you know he caught the shoplifter stealing. Of course, he has eye on him, and of course he went head on with um with the um with the shoplifter, which in this case I probably wouldn't do that because you don't know what they're carrying. You know, you're trying to escape, and you know they'll do anything else to escape. You know they'll have a weapon. And, you know I kind of had a fearful for my master instructor that um I'm you no know, he said he handled it pretty well. He, he knocked the person down, and you know and he tried to go head on with that person, which I think is also silly, you know. But you know that shoplifter was more was more concerned about getting out of there. Other than trying to get a, into a fight with a, a 65-year-old man. You know, honestly, you know, I'd probably like to be that. You know, I was always kind of imagine myself being that hero, taking down a shoplifter. You know, I used to work at a grocery store. And, you know, I always see shoplifting incidents. And, you know, I just always want to be that hero to take that shoplifter down. Even though I'm ready to do so. You know, that's just one thing. You know, I always see shoplifting incidents happen right in front of me. So usually, in this um, remaining mind, you know, your 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 goal is to always stay focused until the end. All right, so you got those two minutes of sparring, and you know you're up like. You know, it's it's let's just say it's it's five to five. It's tied, and the clock hasn't done go down. Of course, you know you got your you're going for that last point. You know you're still celebrating. Then all of a sudden, it's like almost let's just say almost ten seconds into the into the match. 
you did you don't get the last point because you were wasn't focused. So that's pretty much what happens when you're when you don't have the sentient mind. You know, you wanna have like that focused mind until it the ending. So that's how it is when you're doing when you're doing this um when you're doing this remaining mind. Right. So well throughout all well let's just say i'm gonna kind of put this in my like put myself on the spot here you know you have all the you got these four minds and when you think about it when you think of all these minds one things that's come to mind or definitely things that kind of describe me as a martial artist is i say i have the remaining mind and the beginner's mind you know for for one yeah i'm a black belt i'm a fourth degree black belt all right so, so I still feel like I got that beginner's mind for one because you know I'm a beginner well of course you like you master one level but you're a beginner in another level so in this case I'm still a beginner when it comes to learn to be a fifth degree or a master rank you know for one I gotta learn like other than like what to like what to teach students I gotta know what like up in up in my head but at the same time i gotta do it physically like show them physically what i'm looking for what they're looking for when they're doing martial arts you know that's what i have to do as a instructor it's more than just giving orders it's actually doing the technique so the students can understand you know really just going out there and helping and really helping them understand that it's more mental it's more physical as well as mentality you know you want to at least have both of those to be able to master good martial arts so in this case i'd say yeah i got the beginner's mind you know just i want to learn i want to have an open mind to any suggestions to get better you know if i would go to my master instructor yeah that's the thing i would i wouldn't hesitate to go to my master instructor to know what i can do better to make uh to, to make uh to make my martial arts better but you know in this case you know that would you know it would make me feel like comfortable if i knew what i was doing versus just going in there and think i know what i'm doing and then i i fail so in this case, the beginner's mind is always best for a person like me. And also, I say the remaining, the remaining mind is being focused on the task at hand. All right, you know, I'm focused on like the class. You know, it ain't over till it's over, so I'm not worried about the time. I'm worried about what's next. So I'm going through class. You know, of course we have our warm up, and then we get anything else. It's like, well, you know, sometimes like, uh, I'm getting to, well, it's only early in the morning, so I'm getting yawny. <laughs> so really, I'm not thinking about like the time or anything. You know, I'm thinking about, you know, I want to finish strong. Yeah, that's, that's the main thing. I want to get through the points of the class, you know, saying you go through warm ups go through regular techniques kata like one steps and then sparring 
So you want to get through all of those and not think about like the time. You know, you're thinking about the task at hand, your opponent or your object of fighting. That's what you want to do when you're in martial arts. All right, so that's pretty much the two minds that like kind of explain me. You know, at some points, you know, the no mind and the immovable mind kind of kind of fit in in there a little bit. You know, I kind of get that, but you know, the the two that really are strong points is remaining mind and beginner's mind when it comes to my training. And you might find that possible when you're actually training. Uh, so. Come to think of it, you know, you think of the four Ninja Turtles, you know, you think of these minds, you know, but, you know, that's usually kind of fits with their personality. Hey. Okay, um, that concludes my uh, session here at the KickPod Dojos and just the final thoughts um, just for those who are celebrating Thanksgiving. So I hope you are thinking about the things that you're thankful for and of course, a lot of people are not thinking about Thanksgiving. They think about the next day, Black Friday. And, of course, following that is Cyber Monday. Uh, in this case, um, if you are thinking about the holiday, think about your your loved ones or your friends, your family, people that you really care about and really hope that they're having a good Thanksgiving. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are not fortunate like most people to really go out and celebrate anything because you know they're struggling and you know with this of course with this world struggling you know we've been through the presidential election which is still going on today you no know, people getting killed out there with the coronavirus or yeah people dying from the coronavirus and people definitely like getting killed out there you know I say to say police brutality and yet you got certain people that just don't know when to quit and stop killing people and you know people shouldn't be so geared up on their differences and really have to not um, think about destroying each other alright so just a little food for thought so in this case Happy Thanksgiving, and this is TJ Williams with the Kick Pod, and I'll see you next time for another session. All right, have a good, have a good Thanksgiving. You hear any new podcasts lately? Uh, yeah, I have. Like what? Retro Blist. You had that ready to go. Like, almost like you knew I was going to ask you this. I sort of kind of did. It was like an ESP feeling. What's Retro Blist? Retro Blist is a retro video game podcast presented by Johnny and Trevor, where they talk about everything from retro gaming, retro consoles, they each week review a different video game that they have played. Uh, majority of the time, it is retro, like on the actual console itself, from Sega Dreamcast to Super Nintendo's to. Um, I think they recently started playing on a Nintendo Switch. Where can I find this podcast? Uh, you can find it at bicbp-radio.com. Sweet.